And we are live. Hey, hey folks, Scott and I are back with another great topic. So this week we're talking about all the great places you can take your dog. The weather is going to start to get nicer out. And so I want to give you guys some ideas. You can take your dog with the upcoming weather changes and just in general um, places you can take your dog. Are there Before I jump into it, let's do like an Archie check-in. Are there places that um, you take Archie? Uh, we like to take them on like trail walks and hikes and that sort yep. of thing. Uh, there's a mm -hmm. bunch of them, like sort of like 10, 15 minutes north of us. Uh, once in a maybe less springtime, but wintertime or in the summertime, there are a couple like hardware stores that allow dogs to walk around. Yep. And so mm -hmm. uh, we'll take them in there, leashed up, of course. And then yep. uh, otherwise, um, depends on, on the day and how hot it is in the summer, but springtime. Exactly. Find out where we can uh, walk them. That's not too muddy. We recently bought him slush pants. So uh, now he has coverage. And <laughs> yeah. It's uh -huh. only his pants get dirty. Thankfully, he's like a mop. So uh, mixed life. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's sort of, you know, finding those new adventures is always, sometimes it's like just the other side of the road that he never walks on. Exactly. Exactly. Little... It's like, okay, where can we, can we take him that he can sort of bounce around? Maybe it's a dog park or maybe it's a new dog park if we've heard good things or meet other mm -hmm. uh dogs that we mm -hmm. honor that we know and have like like play dates and that sort of thing too so exactly yeah. exactly and so just what scott's talking about um taking archie to different places depending on the mood the day the time so as i go through this list there's going to be certain factors you want to take into place um depending on your dog you know if you have a shy or fearful dog um some of these places may not apply or some of these places may apply um so think about your dog and you know the reaction to being out and about and whether this place will be good for your dog or not as I go through the list and I'll touch on that a little bit too but yeah um taking them to all those places like you say are ideal and I'm just going to go through the list and then maybe you'll get some cool tips for Archie yeah. um all right so let's get started so one place you guys can take your dog um to kind of get them out and enjoying themselves is the beach um beaches lakes streams or ponds um so whether you know you're just letting them but be mindful you want to make sure the dog's allowed on the beach first or the or the pond or whatever area you're taking them to um you don't just want to show up and then you know people are giving you the side eye so just make sure um dogs are allowed there um i know in massachusetts there are a few places that you guys can take your dogs um i know there's carson beach um this whole imps pond right there what is it in stoughton canton not stoughton stoughton um and over there in Stoughton, so you guys can go there as well. I know they welcome dogs. So you can also Google and just look, you know, parks near me, beaches near me, and find all those locations as well. Um, another place you can simply take your dog is um, to a city park or something like that. Um, just to, you know, especially if you're going to socialize them, seeing different people and stuff. Um, you can go to downtown Boston, to the Boston Commons. Um, you can just go, I know I live in Norwood, Massachusetts. I can go to downtown Norwood. So it doesn't have to be this great big city or great big, I mean, great big park like the Boston Common, which is like pretty popular. Um, you can just go to like your local downtown or something, especially if your dog's a little nervous or not good being around other people so just keep that in mind um another thing that's a little bit more simple is taking your dog out for a car ride um you want to make sure that just because your dog's in a car um 
you don't just want to assume that the car rides enough. Some dogs may get bored on a car ride. Some dogs become destructive on car rides. So make sure you're bringing all the proper necessities based on your dog's needs for that car ride. So whether it's like a bully stick or a Kong or something to keep them engaged, but definitely take them on a car ride throughout the scenic areas and letting them kind of enjoy that. Um, if you do, if this, if this is your thing, I know um, I don't have a boat, but, or if you go on a boat, you can take your dog on a boat ride, um, but you want to make sure that you're using a life vest for your dog, especially if they're smaller dogs. I know certain dog breeds, um, like the one I have, a French bulldog, they don't do well at all, all in water, like they will sink to the bottom. So just be sure that if you are going to go on a boat ride or use any type of swimming that you are um, using the proper equipment for that. Has Archie ever been on a boat? Uh, I want to say no. I don't think no? so. No? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I really think of both for that. No. I, we don't have a life back and forth. We might have, but I can't yeah. remember. So. He's gotten around the water in the pond. He, like, he will only go so far. He won't swim. Um, yep. Or he'll, like, go, like, up to his elbows and maybe up to his shoulders. If he he'll run back. <laughs> he'll run back. He'll watch the other dog swim. And they're like, no. Yep. No, you're like, no, it's fine. I'll stay here. Yep. yep. So again, just being mindful of what your dog wants to do. Um, another simple one is bring your dog to like a pet store like PetSmart, Petco, or your local pet store. Um, and just let your dogs allow allow them to sniff inside. Um, also, the pet stores are not the only stores you can take your dogs to. Like Scott was saying, you can take them to like your local um, Home Depot or Lowe's or things like that in your area. Um, what else? Um, my so you can go to like those local stores, especially if you're working on socializing your dog with different sounds and stuff. I find that I take a lot of my dogs to Home Depot and Lowe's and things like that um, just to help, you know, kind of get them more socialized and also working on desensitizing when it comes down to that part of the training. So just taking your dog to a local pet store and like um, home appliance store, I guess they're called. Um, like Scott was saying, taking a hike in the woods. Um, you want to make sure that if you're taking your dogs on a hike in the woods, that you have the proper medical preventatives. So such as um, making sure your dog's on some type of flea and tick, especially if that's like a popular thing um, in the um, region of the, you know, region where you are. It's because I know where I live. I live in back of a conservation land. No, I don't take my dogs hiking at all, but I live across from conservation land with this flip Please in tech. So therefore I do have them on that. So you want to make sure if you are going on hikes, if that's your thing, you love hiking, just make sure your dogs um, um, have some type of flea and tick medication and first aid too. Um, maybe we'll do a live on that because that's something that's also, you know, kind of misunder underrepresented when it comes to dogs, like knowing how to do first aid. So just making sure you have a first aid kit with you. Another great one to do in the summer is camping. So um I've never taken my dogs camping. Have you taken Archie camping before? I think you no. have. No? no, we don't do You're camping. Like... We do trail walks. We don't do camping. So, <laughs> you like no camping. We don't do yeah. camping. Maybe cottages, but no camping. So, uh, but I've heard it. Yep. You know, it's a good time. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. it can work out for sure. <laughs> yep, exactly. So camping, if that's your thing, um, you can take your dog camping and they would so love it. They like sniff around the different smells, sleeping inside the tent. But again, just make sure they're up to date on any type of preventatives, especially flea and tick and also lime. We don't want to forget about that. Another simple one, take them to your friend's house. Let them hang out. Like Scott said, plan some doggy play dates with your friends. Um, so also make sure, precaution, don't just show up at your friend's house. You just want to call them and make sure 
sure that they're okay with your dog coming over. A lot of times um, you may think that, hey, they have a dog, I have a dog, it may be great, but sometimes it may not be the case. So just call and check in with your friends and make sure that it's okay for you to stop by. Scott, one do you have something to say? Yes. Um, one <laughs> tip, if you are going to do a play date, um, I don't know about Pam, I don't know what your recommendation <laughs> is. My experience has been, it's much better to go to a neutral site than to like yes. dogs home because we, I had my own bad experience with a friend and mm -hmm. essentially I think it was also because we're at, we're at the dog's home and then he had never met Archie. So he's very exactly at his home. And I think if they had him met at a dog park or like a neutral park or whatever, maybe it would have been a better scenario, but just cause that mm -hmm. dog was socialized that well, um, just really bad reaction to Archie, even though he's not trying to hurt anybody. So it was like, so if you are going to do play date, maybe see if they'll meet in more neutral space rather than, you know, the dog's home that might want to protect it. I don't know. So just a thought. That, no, Scott is right on point with that. So when when I just said um, go to a play date at your friend's house, this is under the assumption that your dog's played with that other dog before. But Scott is absolutely right. If your dog has never met that other dog before, you want to meet on a neutral location just so it's even field. It's an even field for both of them. It's not your house, their house. It's not the other house. And it's neutral. And start them off there. And if they play well in a neutral location, then you can have them over to your house. But even with that, if they are coming to your house, take them for a walk around the block first just to kind of let them, you know, fill each other out. And then you can bring them through the door together. That's the key thing together. But Scott is absolutely right. Scott's like, I have a question and an answer. But yeah, Scott's right with that. Just checking in with your friend. And if they don't have any, if they don't have any history together, meet in a neutral location. All right. So another place you guys can take your dog is to a doggy daycare facility. I know a lot of my clients utilize that, especially um, a lot of folks that work from home and kind of feel a little bit of guilt because they want to get their dogs out and about or just to socialize your dog in general with other dogs. You can take them to a doggy daycare facility. I know in my area, um, they have um, Dogtopia that opened up in Dental Mass. If you're in that location, they have a lot of them all around um, the states and stuff. So it's not just in Dedham. So you can look up Dogtopia. Um, or any other doggy daycare, you can just Google and make sure that you're doing your research, take friends' recommendations before you just throw your dog into doggy daycare and stuff like that. You can also do doggy day camps as well, or any type of doggy activities with your dog um, will be ideal to kind of get them, you know, out. And also the doggy daycare, like I said, socialization. Um, you can take your dog for a bike ride, um, especially if you have a um, long, larger dog that's able to, like, um, ride by you and you train them kind of to stick with you. Um, it's not one of those things where I recommend that you just jump on a bike and start like, you know, trying to get your dog to come with you, come along with you, but you can start off slow and getting them, you know, right by your side and then eventually riding on a ride that you riding the bike with them next to you. So if that's your thing or if jogging's your thing, you can, I used to jog with my dog for like five minutes, you know, but, um, I did, I did. I was like on this house kick. I'm like, I want to jog with her. And so, um, but yeah, jogging with your dog, if that's your thing, you can jog with your dog. And that's also will tire them out. If you have like a hyperactive dog, um, just getting them out for exercise. I know we're still, we're coming up on spring, but if you're in an area where you're still going to have snow, you can take them sledding or I was going to say skiing. You can't take them skiing. <laughs> take them sledding. Um, so and also if you, they're not a fan of sledding, you can have them watch you, watch the kids sled as well. Just taking them up on the hill and just letting them run up and down as well. Um, that can be ideal. Has Archie ever did anything like that, sledding? Uh, I just assume Archie does it all. He's just police. So uh, we had our, our next door neighbors at my parents' place. There's a nice hill. And so when they would run, 
he would bark at them. And then once they would get off, they had like the foam, like sled things that you would lay yep. down on. And so once they get off him, he would go and grab it with his mouth and then run away. So he's like, I don't yep. want you to do that. It looks too dangerous. Yep, yep. He's like, no, no, too dangerous. Too dangerous. Yeah. So, so, he's like the parent dog. <laughs> so I mean, maybe because he's like part herding dog. I don't know. But that's. Yep. Oh, true. That too. Herding dogs will do that. Herding dogs, folks, just means that they kind of like just what it says. Herd people, herd toys, herd children. Don't herd anything. So that could be part of it, too. All right. Um, another thing you guys can do is take your dog to a dog training course or a class um, that's offered around your um, area. That way um, you can fine tune any handling skills that you have. Handling just means the way you handle your dog or it could be the way you handle the leash, but you can also fine tune those things. So when your dog's going out and about, I know I teach classes as well in the Walpole area um, at Golden Opportunities for Independence. If you guys in my um, location or surrounded areas interested in that, we teach a variety of classes. Um, so getting your dog engaged in that, keeping them busy also, exercise, like I said, with the classes that actually tires them out as well. But just getting your dog, um, agility is good too. Did Archie do agility? Yeah, he just started back up yeah. last night. So he's doing well and uh, he mm -hmm. loves it. It's a good challenge. They get to try different things. Courses change and it just it's good yep. physically, but also mentally to make them think. It also, when you're exactly. the handler, it's something like, it's just like, a, it's a nice bonding, build the relationship. You're working with them. You're doing something fun. Exactly. It's not pure obedience. It's like more, there's some games, there's some like stuff to do with them. And exactly. Just like continuing to train, like you're saying, is like uh, it just—it's just furthering that building, that relationship you have with your dog too. It's so it's always a nice like change of mm -hmm. pace, workouts, different games, different training things, and agility is exactly. And, and like Scott's saying, if you don't just want to take the, if you don't want to take the basic obedience classes, because say your dog's passed that and you want to do something more fun, there's definitely more, not more fun, because I think my classes are fun, but um, <laughs> there's definitely um, other um, um, classes that do games. I do games too, but um, there's other classes that uh, like agility, nose work classes, um, there's therapy dog classes. So there's other um, specialty classes that your dog could take um, that you can do kind of, you know, all year round, but you know, you could do a lot of outdoor ones at, like in a summertime when the upcoming, you know, weather changes and stuff. Um, also taking your dog to a restaurant, um, usually dogs are only permitted in outdoor seating, but you can call ahead and make sure that it's a dog friendly restaurant. I know, um, Panera um, will let you bring your dogs in. I have taken dogs there to train. But also what I've noticed too, it, check with your town too, because it is town by town. Because I can go to the Panera um, in, in Mass if you're in that location, but I can't go to the Panera here in Walpole. So just make sure that whatever restaurant you're going to, just call ahead. Even if they say they're dog friendly or you know that you're dog friendly, you don't want to show up. And then they're like, nope, you can't have your dog there. But I know um, a lot of outdoor dining is going to be nice out take your dogs there start working on their downstays with duration just mean having them stay longer so that when you go out they can just hang out and chill with you at the restaurant have you taken archie to any restaurants uh we take them to like a couple like coffee shops where we go and then they mm -hmm. just hang out for a bit uh it's just looking for spaces like just because uh, he doesn't do well with heat and wherever they have shade and that sort of thing but i've been to yeah. there's been a few places around us where their patio um is outdoor and they allow dogs and everything like that it's it's always mm -hmm. good. It just depends on like sun and shade and how well your dog does it with that exactly. or available and that sort of thing usually, right? So, but it's uh, it's always interesting. It's a good experience, you know. So yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So again, you know, just taking your dogs to the restaurant. And the last one, um, 
if you want, if that's your thing, you take your dog canoeing. Um, I know I have seen um, people take their dog canoeing. It looks so cute just seeing them a little floating down the river. But you want to make sure that your dog's suitable for um, canoeing. If you have a dog that jumps or that's going to leap off the boat, maybe that's not ideal for you. So your dog has to be very, like, mild-mannered and kind of chill to do that. So um, just... If you know your dog and, and also wearing a life jacket. So if you know your dog and you think that's for you, if they can go in a boat, they probably can go in a canoe and that's probably your thing. So, um, yeah, you guys can do that. But I hope you guys gained some really cool tips and tricks on, you know, learned um, some cool places to take your dog as well as some cool tips and tricks of, you know, when to take them, when not to take them, what kind of dogs that, you know, that should go certain places and stuff like that. Um, have you learned anything new for Archie, Scott? Just uh, yeah, I've been learning lots of it. So like different places, you know, thinking about how can we get them on a boat and, uh, you know, other than that, thinking about yep. where else you can go and just different <laughs> playing places and stuff. But, uh, you know, and we love to hear people watching like for your area, throw down different places you like to have. Exactly. Love any different, any, any stores that you know are pet friendly, any restaurants, you know, they're pet friendly. Uh, well, I hope everyone has a great week and we will see everyone next week. Enjoy the week, everyone.